Hello, lovelies. Welcome to year three of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you're new to the show, please remember, back it up and see what you've been missing. Those of you who love it already, remember, I need you. I need you to like, to share, review, subscribe, and maybe even consider clicking that patron button. Let's grow our community so that we can grow and learn together. So I am inspired this week by a question that was actually left on my website. Um, if you haven't visited my website, it is psychicjenniferhall.com and will soon be redirected from to the web address lessonsfromtheuniverse.com. The question was put in response to podcast 66, so one from oh, a year ago. Uh, April 2019, I believe, and it was titled Life School. Now, if you've been listening very long, you know that I believe this experience is life school, and that even though it can be hard and scary sometimes, that it is ultimately always good and perfect and is here to help us become more of ourselves and to grow and evolve into better people and ultimately um a better civilization, a better planet. So this comment was left recently um, by a listener named Kara. Hi, Kara, who had listened to it again, um, apparently does that often. So thank you for being an avid listener. And she was saying that she really likes the reminder that we come here to learn, to learn joy and pain and fear and frustration and euphoria and all the things and that it reminds her that, you know, we're here for lessons and ultimately enlightenment. And then she says, but I do have a question. And this is my inspiration today. I'm going to read your question to her. If we are all flawed humans, does that mean we are also flawed souls? I know we are more enlightened when we go to the source, but we must not be perfect because we keep coming back for more lessons. Is there always more to learn? Is the quest endless? So yes, <laughs> there is always more to learn. There is no edge to enlightenment. It is something that goes on and on forever and learns and grows from itself. If you imagine that enlightenment itself, the goal is a conscious entity in and of itself, then it is always learning and growing as well. Now, I do not believe that the soul is flawed. I believe that the soul is the highest version of whatever individualization of consciousness of God, the universe, source, that can possibly be in any individualized form. I do not believe that we come back here because as spirit, we are flawed. That does not make sense to me. What I believe is that in that perfect state, we consider something that we want to understand more of. In our perfect soul state, we are love. But by being it in its perfect form, surrounded by it in its perfect form, we can't always understand what it is. We are perfect forgiveness. We are perfect alignment. And sometimes we want to understand more of that. 
so we can continue to grow and evolve and to become greater. Just as each of us in our individual striving, our individual quest for enlightenment, we raise the consciousness of the entire human race together. We level all of us up in our individual quest. The same is true of spirit. It is something that is interconnected. There's actually a science um, headed up by a bunch of physicists and even an anesthesiologist, which is interesting. Um, it's called panpsychism. And it is at its base, this belief that consciousness is everything, that it exists in the empty spaces between all forms of matter, that it radiates outward, and that each complex system, humans included, are a pushing forward, a part of this consciousness, something that most of us in the spiritual growth realm have heard as referred to as, you know, a, a drop in the ocean, right? Each drop of the ocean contains all of the ocean, and yet there are bazillions of those drops. So we come back because we want to master something in particular. We come again and again because we become addicted, for lack of a better word, to that expansion. Something that a lot of people don't know is that often the most enlightened human teachers, right, spirits here to teach and guide others on the path to enlightenment, often many have been here fewer times than some of the people that they teach or coach or lead, right? The number of times you have been here does not necessarily correlate with the wisdom of your soul, right? We come for different purposes. For example, according to the um, Akashic Record reader that did mine, I have been here somewhere in the 70s as far as numbers of life human incarnations, right? There are other incarnations spirit can take, of course, um, countless ones, everyone you've ever heard of. But I have a student, one in particular, she had her Akashic Records done by the same person I did. She's been here hundreds of times. It is, what did we come here to master? And I guess in, if I'm looking for a way that spirit could be flawed, it would be in their choice, in their design of their curriculum. Right? We choose to come here. We decide what we want to learn in this particular lifetime. Right, You've heard me say before that I believe my husband is here to be able to love, to be a husband and a father, to learn what that means despite not having been born into a good example of that. I believe that is his primary goal here. Mine is different. Yours is different. When we choose what we want to learn this time, I liken it to us choosing to go to college and study education or pre-med or finance or whatever. We make a decision. What is it that I want to do in this lifetime? Our spirit does the same thing. It chooses to come here. And then if there is a mistake to be made, it is in the choices of where we land. We choose our parents, no matter how complicated that may be. My choice was to challenge 
myself. And you've heard me say before, that's a punch in the gut when I realize the choices that I made, but I am grateful. Yes, I picked an extreme choice. I could just as easily be dead or just truly screwed up as I am sitting here speaking to you now. So the difficulty of the choice is not where the flaw comes in, right? We choose our parents based on what we believe is likely to be our experience. We have a lot of clarity from spirit in making that choice as to what is most likely to happen connected to that human. Then we make another choice. We approve of the body. We come into a body. We see it and we have a real good idea of what its flaws could be. If it is likely to be suicidal depression or extreme addiction, if it is likely to have autism or be homosexual or be bipolar, I mean, countless, I could list everything you can imagine. We have a real good idea of if that is a likely experience for that body and we choose to come or not. That is why there are so many miscarriages. Spirit goes, nope, I don't want that one. I don't want to deal with that added challenge that that body provides. And sometimes they say, screw it, I'm coming anyway. Sometimes they do that and it's a situation that they can just bloom right through, right? They choose to come into a male body when they had intended to be female. They bloom right through that experience because of it even. Sometimes they choose that experience. Sometimes spirit takes a risk on a body cannot manage. And pretty much the only time that I believe that that is true, the only time in my experience communicating with spirit that that has been true is when the spirit has chosen a body that has fallen victim to suicidal depression or extreme addiction. In those cases, I have received the message that they took a gamble on a body that they could not manage. So if I'm looking for is spirit, is soul ever flawed, it might be in that choice. But at the same time, I know that that spiritual part of us knew the risk it was taking. Just like the day I got on that airplane to see the man who was the boy I had loved that I hadn't seen in 20 years. I blew up my life to go find out if this was the love I should experience. I've got plenty of signs. I knew I had to go. But I also, I was also aware, boarding that plane, that it might not be what I hoped. It might not be the love I had hoped. It might not be the experience I had hoped. He might not be the person that I hoped he was. I knew that that was possible. I just knew I had to. I wanted to go anyway. And I think our spirit sometimes can make that choice too. I'm going to earth. I'm ready. Sign me up. <laughs> right? And sometimes our spirit friends think we're crazy. That's where our spirit guides come from. They're like, screw that. I don't want a body. I'm coming with you. I'm going to help. Great. So when I go back 
to what was Kara's original question. I ask myself, if we are flawed humans, does that mean we are also flawed souls? No, I don't believe it does. I don't believe it does. Is there always more to learn? Is the quest endless? Yes, yes, and thank God it is. How boring would it be? Avid listeners have heard me refer to a client that I have who <laughs> he asks me regularly, am I there yet? No, beloved, you're not there yet. You're not. None of us are. How boring would it be if we were? Can we level out of repeating human experience? Absolutely. That is also choice. We set goals for ourselves just like we do in human life right? It's that same regret factor you've heard me say to filter things through when you're thinking of removing a toxic person from your life or making some big change. You ask yourself, right? If we're thinking of removing someone toxic, we may ask ourselves, what if six months from now I find out they've died? Will I regret not having tried harder? When the answer to that is no, we know to let that person go. If the answer to that is yes, we know there's more to be done. The same is true when we think about making that decision. There are people, some people call them 11s, <laughs> who um, believe, feel, maybe know that this is the last time they want to come here and they want to get it right. Well, is it really the last time they want to come here or is it the last time they want to try this same lesson and they want to do something else? Is it that they want to be a different incarnation altogether? Sure. But maybe they're just going to, you know, retire for a while and come back like Michael Jordan or something, right? We have freedom. It's limitless. Are we flawed? No. Is there more to learn? Always. Always. And for that, I am grateful. Until next time, beloved. Namaste. Hi, my name is Connie and I wanted to tell you a little bit of my experience and uh, my relationship with Jennifer. Um, when I first met Jennifer, uh, it was a very emotional and um, intense meeting. That day when I had walked in the door, I could feel this charge of uh, emotion and care and kindness. It was nothing short of amazing. Also that day, I received something that I never thought I would ever, ever get. It changed my life, literally. Or that day, when I left, I was a changed person. I had a new outlook on life. I was happier. I felt lighter. It was something I will always be grateful for. Since then, our relationship has changed. It's become one of the most incredible, I'm fighting for the words because I don't know if I can find the words that are big enough to express how much it means to me. You know, excuse me, I'm getting a little verklempt. Um, the things that I've learned about myself, about the world around me, about 
my spirituality has been priceless and the level of gratitude I have in regards to that is just immeasurable. I don't know how I would go on if, if this relationship wasn't in my life, but I know that I've learned so much that I would be able to go on. So I'm grateful for that too. I became a patron of the podcast because it gave me the opportunity to support and nurture something that nurtures my spirituality and me growing as a person and becoming my best self. I'll always be grateful for it. It'll, it'll continue to go with me throughout the course of the rest of my life. There's so much love that is put into this and supporting its growth will benefit this world. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.